Hi, this is Sarah Lawson. I'm the owner of SNH Construction. And I'm Bruce Irving. I'm a home renovation consultant and real estate agent here in Cambridge, Mass. Welcome to Builder's Notebook, where we talk about all things construction. Hi, Bruce. Hi. Nice so, to see you. Is it? Uh, it is. Okay. It really is. Good. Listen, um, I don't know how many people listen to this podcast, mm -hmm. but I have to listen to it because I sit here and do it with you. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say I've gotten like three good action points over time here. Um, <laughs> I had, I had um, some lighting upgrades yeah remember we had lucy dearborn on mm -hmm. and we we're talking about just simple things you can do with lighting in your house i yep. had that done yep huge difference wow um remember when you had clayton um our energy efficient pal yep. efficiency pal come on mm -hmm. uh i'm gonna check into uh insulating the underside of my roof deck because i, got, your life. I have a, a new heating uh air conditioning system that is struggling oh, up in that it's hot gonna space. change your life. Change and your life. and I want to check into solar. He after we shut the microphones down, we talked mm -hmm. a little bit about solar with him. Mm -hmm. And you know, just you can basically rent the the top of your house to a solar company and yeah. they give you a cheap rate on electricity and that's it and Bob's your mm -hmm. uncle. So I'm gonna check into that too. So I'm basically I'm, news you can use. That's exactly, Even though it. that's exactly it's only it. taken about 20 hours of your life. To yeah. Get. Now, have you have you adopted anything that we've done? No. Mm, yeah, I haven't. I mean, I know most of it already, I oh, guess. I like, that didn't come yeah. out right. Did no, it didn't, no. but that's okay. It's but nice the general category. Yeah, no, it's not that. It's just that part of my job is the certainly the energy performance and mm -hmm. the ideas for how to use space and stuff like that. Like, mm. I think about that all day long. Okay. Um, Speaking of that. Talk about a segue. Did you put that in there? On yeah, purpose? I did. How I'm really smooth. Really smooth. No, I, I tried practically I tripped over it. So <laughs> today, 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 we're going to have our old pal, uh, and she's not old, and she is a pal, yes. uh, D. Elms, mm -hmm. Cambridge's own, uh, but she runs uh, Elms Design. Interior, interior design. design, yes. Really expert interior design person. Yes. And um, my understanding is today we're going to try not to build new space, yes. but work with what you have. Contrary to what we do all day long, yeah. the whole idea is to see about, you know, if you can more intelligently lose, use your space that doesn't involve busting down walls and doing major construction. How do you make it so that your house feels good to be in and that it's not so much as uh, about adding square footage as it is about sort of ways that you can utilize what you've got? Cool. Isn't Let's that what you said? Here. Except it is, much except longer. Longer. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's my forte. Okay, we're looking forward to speaking with her. She'll be here in a minute. Hi, Dee. Hi. So, so great that you came to visit us. Thank you for having me. <laughs> nice to see you. Good to I want to ask you right out of the gate, has COVID and uh, been a big factor in your business? It's been a big factor in the fact that we've been super busy. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. People have spent more time in their houses. Yeah. And, <laughs> and intimacy breeds contempt. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna, when we talk about what we're gonna talk about today, about how you can make your space feel better, really is sort of the, the summary without building an addition. Um, that that they're all going to be like, oh yeah, that does work, you know, because they've been intimately involved in their houses and all the other people it, it, in is it. Is that your yeah. guess, D, or have some of your clients articulated it as much? 
Um, they've articulated it or they've moved to a new house. <laughs> okay. And that's good for me because I'm in real estate. <laughs> and we have noticed that. But I think yeah. in general, uh, attention has swiveled strongly to our domestic environments. And uh, that's good. For sure. I mean, COVID, when it was locked down, we spent so much time in the house. Mm -hmm. And we were all working in the house. Mm -hmm. And the kids were doing school in the house. So... Mm. It really made you realize some different things about your house. So let's talk about some of the moves that we can make. Do people, when they come to you, do they say, in particular, I never noticed, but mm. boy, do we have a lot of junk in here, or I never noticed, but I get stuck every time I walk around the couch, or, you know, in terms no, of specifically. No, they usually don't really know. Mm. Yeah. But they know. They Something's know, but wrong. they don't know, and right. they want somebody to tell them yeah. what they do know. <laughs> do you ever go in and say, throw away half your stuff? I usually try not to do that. I'll recommend that they get in touch with a personal organizer mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, people do get really stuck with too much stuff. Yes. Well, we're such a capitalist society, really. There's a lot of pressure to buy and fill our houses. Mm -hmm. Right. This professional organizer thing actually deserves just another note. It's a real service. It's a real skill. I've known some folks who do it. And uh, it's, you know, because we're so attached to our material items, I don't think we have a, a methodology to separate ourselves from them. Right. And that's my, that was my observation of the professional organizers that I've seen do their thing. They really have a system. Mm -hmm. Three piles. I never touch this stuff. I that mean, it's a little like therapy in some ways. It's wicked. Therapy. Well, it, it, well, I, I mean, what I do so is therapy too. But yeah. Um, but so, I think people feel discomfort in you know, sort of not all the way calm in their house or not all the way joyful in their house, and that maybe they don't know why. But but so I mean, in terms of that, certainly stuff can be, at least for me, I mean, I know people are sort of in different buckets in terms of how they feel about clutter. I think some people do feel comforted uh, by clutter. By the way, honey, I'm not talking to you, my husband. Wow. wow. <laughs> but I, I don't, I wow. don't, um, you know, like, uh, to me, it's calming to get rid of, rid of stuff. For sure. So when, when you go in to these spaces, I, I mean, in some ways, the higher goal for them is really, I want to feel better emotionally in my house. And so when you take it on, you know, what are the kinds of things that you talk to them about from that first step you want to feel better being the goal yeah I mean I think there's you can walk into a room and there can be things like color mm -hmm. you know if a smaller room is painted a dark color and it has really white trim everywhere you look is just busy you know like yes. there are three windows and every you, know, you see the dark color and the white dark color white so I think that um, that's something that I always think and talk about with them. Um, I don't really go in hot saying like, you have to get rid of this <laughs> of color. Um, <laughs> usually I like to hear, you know, what they're thinking and mm -hmm. if they have any ideas or inspiration that they've seen for the room that there are the feeling that they're looking to achieve. Do you think that this question about how much do it how much does sort of a normal quote-unquote person or an American need to feel comfortable in terms of square footage in their space? Do you have any, have you ever put the numbers to it? Well, I did when I knew we were going to talk about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What do you think? Um, I think that 
50 years ago, it was less. Mm -hmm. And I think today it's more. For sure. Um, and I also think that it depends on if you are city living or if you live in the suburbs. Like mm. it's almost like two different kind of mindsets. I see. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I don't know the exact square footage, but yeah. I, I know for me, I think it would probably, if I was alone, just yes. myself living, yes. it would probably be about a thousand square feet, but yeah. I think it was probably like 500 square feet yes, 50 years ago. For sure. Mm -hmm. Do you ever go into places where, you know, how often do you go in and think, wow, we need to actually build something, make it bigger? But I'll bet you most of the time you go in and think, I'll bet we can do more with this. Yeah, I mean, 100% of the time, there's always more that can be done. Without building an addition. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So tell us what are the kinds of things that you do to make it feel like they have more space? So, I mean, I think millwork is a great opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, instead of having all different furniture pieces around, which again kind of creates this mm. busier environment, um, millwork is built in. Mm -hmm. And you can still use the colors that kind of blend with the rest of the room. Um, so, obviously storage is huge. Right, so millwork being shelves and cabinets and things with doors. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. things to hide your stuff. Right. Things to organize your stuff. Right. Um, I mean, we, in my house, we have a mud room and it's not beautiful, but it, it does the job mm -hmm. and that's what you need. You need areas and spaces for people to do the job mm. and to help organize them. And I think that a lot of the people that I work with think that they're organized, but when you kind of get into the nitty gritty, they're not always that organized. So in what way? You mean like their stuff isn't organized? Yeah. Or, yeah, their stuff's not organized. Yeah. And so do you like, so they need an organizer to help them sort of come up with a system for it. They need an organizer to get rid of a lot of stuff. So yeah. it sounds like before, yeah, when the patient comes, the patient needs to have visited a place that uh, has stripped it. You, it's a, your time and your expertise will be much better utilized in a place that has been decctuttered. I mean, I've, I've, there have been projects that I just, it's, it's so too much of a problem. Yeah, yeah, it's I can't do like it I can't even see through here. Isn't yeah. this interesting? Yeah. Like we've got this whole list of different strategies and we keep circling back to getting rid of stuff. Well, I mean, I, people know, have too I, much I, stuff. Yeah, right. yeah. I've, I've seen people, it's, it's like getting, I've heard, I've had clients say, it's like we put an addition on. Yeah. We got rid of that volume of stuff and suddenly that volume of stuff translated to that volume of cubic air absolutely <laughs> that I say it all the time swimming through now and it's fabulous yeah I mean we do put additions on where they need to just throw away their stuff what's um, really scary is when an addition goes on and it fills yes yeah, you know what indeed. I mean you know so. it's interesting because I um we're renting an apartment in the south end while our houses our bathrooms are under construction <laughs> in Wayland and um I am just enjoying the simplicity. the simplicity and the being able to choose, you know, having six glasses and they match and having, I mean, not that matching. <laughs> I not just that thought you were going to say having six glasses of wine. No. <laughs> it's sort of, in some ways, it's a, it's, I'm getting to do a, a trial run of what it would be like if I did throw away stuff out at the Whalen house because I, I don't have to make those hard decisions. I'm just taking what I want from Whalen and putting it in, in Boston. And it's so calming and just like, I don't want to have a egg slicer. I just want a knife. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Wait. They don't need the special egg slicer. I get that. Yeah. But D, D is not a, 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 a personal organization. All right. Uh, it's an interior right, person. Trying, so I'm I'm I, I was really. No, I want to go back to given the right setup, mm -hmm. the place has been decluttered. Yeah. You look at it, speaking of the patient. The first one thing you said already is the that busyness is an yeah. element that your eye catches that some people may not understand. Like you know, people who are raised with, I think a lot of people look at trim and say, well, that's the stuff that's supposed to be picked out in a bright color, right? right? You know, so when you go in, I'd love to hear what are your what filters are being put on your analysis. Um. Yeah, so color is definitely one thing. Mm. The lighting in the space is another one. Mm. Um, obviously, if it's not a renovation, then people don't always want to put in recess lights. Mm -hmm. um, I think recess lights add a lot of balance in a room mm. when you do do them, and obviously on dimmers always. Yeah. Um, so you can just control the light. Yes. Um, but if you can't do that, then you have to think about floor lamps and, you know, hanging lamps and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so lighting is another thing. If you have low ceilings, well, there's not much you can do about that. Mm -hmm. um, but there are different tricks with paint that you can you know, work with. So if you have a really low ceiling, like don't paint it bright white. I'm already on the edge of my seat. Interesting. I All didn't right, know keep that. Keep going. Keep, yeah. Tell us so every tint freaking or, trick you know. You know, tint the ceiling or even, you know, you've seen a lot of images of rooms where the whole room is painted the same color. Huh. And it kind of like puts its arms around you, you mm -hmm. know, because there, there's not all this busyness and then you mm -hmm. can pay more attention to the furnishings and the rugs and the art and things Great. like that. How do you feel about window treatments? I love window treatments. <sighs> that is a closing down kind of thing though, isn't it? Well, I mean, not the way I like to do them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you need privacy, then shades work great. And I think you just run around naked a lot and the neighbors will pull their shades. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one way to do it, Sarah. <laughs> You gotta be past a certain age, though, but then it works. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta be past a certain wine consumption level as well. Maybe you do, Bruce. <laughs> um, so, and then, so shades are a great option for privacy. You know, light filtering is great. I love using, like, almost like a linen-y shade mm. um, where you're getting the light in, but you have, you know, if the sun's going to be directly beating in, you can kind of soften it. And then flat Romans are a great thing too. You know, flat Romans? Flat Romans, so mm -hmm. it's a folded Roman shade. Yes. I don't typically put them in windows because I don't want to block any of the light, yeah. but I do outside mount. Yes. So it's just like a decorative, piece in the room mm. and it can be a texture it can be a pattern you know there's a lot of different things so, so you, uh these roman shades they're pleated they're they're sort of horizontally pleated and they go up and collapse into themselves and then they come back down and as you say block the light i actually completely. usually make them non knock that's what i wanted to know so i assume that's a lot cheaper it is less expensive oh, um right. But it also always looks good. Yeah. 
because it drives me crazy when I do do the operable Roman shades and I come back to a project and like everyone is different in the room and I'm uh, like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Meaning they've, they've gone up sideways <laughs> and folded That's poorly. That's funny. Well, just remember that the I think the point about this is that you've got everything mounted to the outside of the window. So that means if you've got curtains, that you've got a curtain rod, is this correct? You have a curtain rod that exceeds the width of the window. No so curtain you can... rod. So it's on a board. So oh. they're, they're kind of folded. Oh, I was talking about if you do curtains. Oh, drapes. Okay, yeah. If you do, sorry, drapes. If you do drapes, do they have a, a rod that then exceeds? Like I'm in this apartment that exactly. I'm telling you about, it has uh, curtain rods that do not exceed the windows. That's a so no-no. So you no. can't get them. That's what I thought. Yeah. So th what what Dee's describing is whatever treatment you're doing on your window, you can actually get it out of the way so none of your glass is obscured. Exactly. I mean, and the worst okay. is when I walked into a house and the drapery hardware, if they have panels, is installed on the molding. Mm -hmm. That's oh, not good. That's not good well, at I, would, all. I, I feel in tense. Keep, in keeping with the theme of the show, mm -hmm. I would imagine that the whole effect of that is to feel yes. like yeah, it closes constricted in. Mm -hmm. and smaller, and everything seems smaller. You want that window to be its own thing. Absolutely. And then be framed by the fabric. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Got it. That makes sense. I can't get over this white ceiling thing. Shit. Me either. Now, go remember home. how we were talking about if I've learned anything that I'm yeah, applying? Yeah. I've got two. White ceiling yeah. and the, uh, the shapes being outside because I don't like window treatments mm -hmm. very much because they all seem to be obstructing the beauty of the molding right. and yeah. of the light well, and so I can't give that up. Go far. Go. Look at this idea. Yeah. I'm doing it. So what other, um, I love the tricks thing if you don't mind continuing on that. If, tricks. Okay. Well I mean to say other, other moves. Um, another move is the rug size. Uh, really? Yeah. I think I'm getting a third tip. Go you ahead. put a small rug in a small room, and it's just like everything's small. Oh, really? But if you kind of place a rug that's larger, mm -hmm. maybe you leave a six-inch border around mm -hmm. the room, especially if the room has different jigs and, jigs and jogs, mm -hmm. you know, in the space. Mm -hmm. You can cut it to the shape of the room, and mm -hmm. all of a sudden, it's just, again, quieter. Mm -hmm. I wonder what your mind's doing when it sees that and says, ah, it's bigger. I don't know. I think it's just, it's just your eye can rest instead uh, of seeing all these oh, different yeah. separate pieces. Yes, and the eye continues out to very close to the actual room dimension mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. thus says, aha, it's yeah, a wider room, yeah. rather than getting stuck on a, do a doily in the middle of right. the room. Right, yeah, with only a, a cocktail table sitting on it Got or something. It. Okay. Right. Okay. It, it's interesting because I, I I sort of believe that it's a universal thing that people want calming. I, I keep bringing up my husband because I swear to God he likes clutter. Like, uh, do you think there are people who, or do you think, who, who actually are calmed by having the country clutter look, as he mockingly calls it? I don't know if they like it, but that's what they're used to and they kind of right. don't see it. I mean, right. that's what it is. People don't, once you live with it, for, I would say, probably two months, you mm. start not to see it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I that's, actually... That's what happened to my in my marriage. <laughs> she, she stopped seeing me. After. No, Debbie, I'm kidding. But you know what? I I'm was going to make a similar point, which is when I'm really up on my high horse, don't worry, I'm not which a yeller. Almost I always. always say this is analogous to emotional awakeness. It feels like if you can live with clutter in the house and sort of not notice, it's that not noticing 
then what does that say about what else you're not noticing? I really feel like it has, it has that gives it the oomph for me, is because mm. it's sort of a, it's a metaphor for being present in your life mm -hmm. and noticing the quality of the things that are around you and the impact they have on you. So I could put a lot of heavy emotional marital judgment on it, not just like it's great design. Wow. <laughs> Lucky husband. I know. Well, have you ever had, have you ever had um, clients confess to you? I'm sure you get, look in, you get, visions into people's relationships but have you ever had people say you know what the result of your work here has changed our lives yes do they ever yeah. put words to how it's changed with this yeah they, i mean awareness? a lot of times yeah. they just didn't know how to do it or how to start and there's a lot of talking with what we do mm. And there's um, a lot of feeling better. That's the thing, is when you're done, they feel better. I use that phrase, making people's lives better all the time, and then I make fun of myself because it's not like we're Mother Teresa. But I do think that's what we're doing. We have our role. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, we did a project once on this old house and, and took a ranch. Um, and, it, and not like on this show today, we actually expanded it. And mm -hmm. the woman who, the, the woman was a psychologist and she said, you know, I have, did not know what was wrong, mm. but I felt a certain way in my life. Yes. Um, obviously cramped, non-expansive, non-imaginative. All of those things changed as this house came together. It was really profound to mm -hmm. hear her say that. And it must be very satisfying to hear that from your clients, too. Yes. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Um, and that's one of the things I love about it is you do help people and change people's lives, for mm. sure. Back to the practical. Um, mm. And this is, seems like something that was maybe dated in the 70s. Or the, uh, mirrors. What's up with mirrors? <laughs> yeah, so I think mirrors... Obviously, they can be overdone. Mm -hmm. Yes, like entire walls. Yeah, or whole ceilings. Or yeah. Ooh, yikes. Well, that's a special show we'll do later. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bruce. Um, but I think mirrors can be a great kind of opening the space trick. Like if it's a bedroom, doing mirrors behind the bedside tables. If it's mm. a small mm. bedroom, mm. kind of can open up everything. You can get the reflection of maybe you just have one window or something. Mm -hmm. um, another thing that kind of goes hand in hand with mirrors is art. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's a small room, you think, oh, well, I'll get some small pieces. Mm -hmm. But again, it's like all too many things are busy. Yeah. You know, like I would be a more of a proponent of finding a great large canvas that's really mm. simple that might bring in a lot of different colors. Mm. Not, not dissimilar to the point about the rugs. Right. Now, can, with art, can you cluster small ones? You see that a yeah, lot in yeah, art. Yeah, I yeah, think and so. It reads that like becomes a big one, one almost, yeah. 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 Back to colors, mm -hmm. uh, darks, lights. Um, what, 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 I've heard you say a small room dark feels smaller. Is that true? Not necessarily. All right, try to unpack that for me. It um, seems it's deeply mysterious to me. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there are so many different colors out there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I pro if you're thinking of like the ben Benjamin Moore wheel, and mm -hmm. you get a, you, it goes from light to dark. That's mm -hmm. how the saturation. So I would think you probably don't want to be in the darkest, darkest, but mm -hmm. in a mid kind of saturation. Mm -hmm. Those are really beautiful, warm colors that kind of envelop you. Mm, um, that, oh, that enveloping thing that you mentioned before. Mm -hmm. What about panels of color, meaning a single wall picked out? Do you, is that cheesy? Is it work? What's up with that? Um, I'm not a huge fan 
of What's, it. What do you think the effect is? Um, a lot of times it just, if you have that kind of, hmm. you know, one color feature wall, mm -hmm. it kind of, I feel like it kind of chops up the room a little bit. Mm. Calls attention to I mean, itself. maybe if they were, you know, two colors in the same line mm. and they were like one apart from each other. Mm -hmm. like so it's just such a subtle, yeah. a subtle difference. You might not even notice. So I love the fact that you brought in notes, something I've never done before. <laughs> no one has um, done. What have, we, uh, what have we not hit on yet? Um, maybe furniture size and placement. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that furniture size is really important. So, you know, if you have a smaller room and you place the sofa like right in front of the door and like that's the first thing you walk into. Yeah. Literally it, walk into it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, so, you know, a better place might be in the far corner where you can kind of stand back and see it and mm -hmm. maybe it's two chairs as you come in or something. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the entrance sequence counts. It does, yeah. yeah. You don't want it to be like putting up a wall with mm. furniture. Yep. Right. Okay. For sure. Um, and then also the scale of furniture. You know, furniture is really hard. Mm -hmm. And I'm always really impressed when people go and they just like buy a sofa, but they don't drop it into the room at all. And it actually works. <laughs> Meaning? <laughs> because I've seen a that's, lot of that's like just furniture dumb, dumb that like. Luck. Yeah, I've seen a lot of small rugs, and I've seen a lot of furniture that's too big for a space. Uh, okay, right. That was sort of what I was. Yeah. I was thinking. So the the seems to me like the the rugs should be bigger, and rugs the furniture bigger. should be somewhat smaller, but not Medium to the but size. yes, but Medium. not to the point of comic. Right. Tininess. Tiny little chairs. Look at what yeah. we're doing here. Oh, I remember. We're making this room seem really big. I remember no. my parents Medium. had a place in um, that was an, a beautiful brick building sort of near Inman Square but anyway they had all that sort of wasp furniture where it wasn't it's not comfortable to sit in right. they had like a rocking chair and they had a little like love seat where you're too close to the person and you don't want to snuggle up with your book right well I so. mean I think the good news is that our parents generation were they were so committed to like hanging on to family heirlooms yeah. and I would say that our generation has kind of like let go mm, a yeah, little bit okay. so mm. there's not as much as much kind of you know old tiny little furniture around mm. interesting yeah how you lounge is so important and, and i would say that some of those big ones somehow i'm imagining you go to certain furniture stores and it's there's that big like family's gonna live Battle, on that battleship thing. exactly yeah. battleship but oh, they, like they're... sofa with the secret from jordan <laughs> i was <laughs> Hey. <laughs> is not that have like a place to put yeah. your drinks? In a basement. Uh, 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 you can yeah. leave it you in can the put basement. That in a basement. Yeah. But there are some that are just, in terms of being an object, like if you shrank it down and put it on your desk, you wouldn't want it, right? Like, I mean, a couch can, a sofa can really be a beautiful piece. Piece. For sure. And yeah. So, and, but medium sized. It seems like there's no such thing as a gigantic one that's great. I mean, I, some people might think they're great. I just mm. look at the pillow problem. Which and is. that, like, oh my god, I have to fluff all those pillows, yeah. and that thing is never going to look good again once I bring it into my house. I never thought of that. Yeah. Huh. What, you mean, the, like, the stuffing and the pillows Yeah, I mean, with kids, over time? And, we yeah. had, when, when we first had kids, we had this great down sofa, and it was perfect mm. when it was just, we were a couple. But then we had our first son, and... They're literally, our apartment was covered in feathers. <laughs> because, you know, they, like, jump on the of sofa. Right. I mean, 
And all that I did was pick up feathers. <laughs> oh, I remember your feather picking up deers. Yeah, I remember <laughs> seeing, seeing you in the store and go, what is it? Yeah, oh, <laughs> I saw you got in your hair. For my clothes, Speaking yeah. of pillows, um, I'm not much of a student of this, but I have. I could not help but notice at a visit to a friend's house uh, recently, there were like 17 pillows, mm. like decorative pillows, mm -hmm. arranged on a banquette or something. Yeah. And we had a good laugh at that. But is there something going on in the pillow world or something <laughs> that I'm not aware of? So I have a question for you. How did you, like, were you allowed to throw the pillows on the floor? Or were you, um, well, were first... you able to sit there amongst the pillows? <laughs> Those are two separate questions. Um, we walked by the settee. And made we had a bet. I walked in and said, "I'm gonna let's bet how many ha uh, how many pillows are in this house." And it was you know something like forty three. Wow. I was allowed to sleep at the house even mm -hmm. after doing that to those people. And <laughs> all of these beautiful pieces of fabric and decorative, all were thrown on the floor. And I asked myself, "What am I doing here? Why am I? What's going on?" So I guess I get that they're visually lovely. Mm -hmm. Is there something going on? In, I mean, in, I definitely think there can be too many design. pillows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so um, we, I mean, for a sofa, we would kind of stop at three. Interesting. Mm. I'm learning again. Three, not four. Yeah. Yeah. No, three. Do you I like ways? a little asymmetrical. A asymmetry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's cool. great. What about beds and that's pillows? A, beds. I don't. You know, I do one uh, kind of fuller lumbar. Yeah. And that's it. Oh, and yeah. obviously the sleeping pillows. Mm -hmm. Lumbar, meaning the bolster. Or mm, but more of like a longer pillow. So. Yeah. And it's placed there if you're good enough to make your bed and you put it there. Oh, I always there. make my bed. I know. Mm. I did, you're one of those. Mm -hmm. You have to start your day off that way. Oh my gosh. Is that true? Yes. Life changing. I don't do it either. Yeah. <gasps> really? And so I have one of those pillows things. too, so I got to start doing it. So I got to go home, pay, uh, <laughs> paint my ceiling yep. a different color, yep. make my bed. Mm -hmm. There was another one here. I got to get a new, you know, curtain curtain rods. Yeah. I mean, those things are just too small. You I got to change right. them. Well, you're in temporary housing, so I, I would just I'm plan doing, for I'm the doing it anyway. I'm doing oh, it anyway. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's for a year. I can't. I can't oh, live with okay. those ugly yeah, '90s things. That. It's 12 foot ceilings too, so oh. it's sort of a run, run down '80s renovation. So that the, but the the room's so fantastic that I don't really care. But um, it's got. It sounds like horrible. you want to move to the south end. Oh, I, I do <laughs> want to move to the south end. I love separate, it. That's a whole separate. There's a subtext in the show. <laughs> it's constantly talking to your husband <laughs> through the podcast, which I think was a little. None of that was revealed to me when I signed my contract. <laughs> I that was, yeah, that plan. was on the list. That was my plan. What else? Have we, I don't want to. I am. I do want to cut you no, off. No, you do want to cut me off. What other things curtains. have we got? We. Mm -hmm. I love the asymmetry and the, and the limiting the number of decorative pillows. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Really that good. You, was on your list because mm -hmm. every one of these has been really interesting. Really yeah. helpful. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, thanks for sending me that check. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, one other thing that we didn't talk about too is identifying identifying and utilizing unused space. Aha. Uh -huh. So, um, okay. so, I mean, it might there might be space in a wall that you could put a cabinet, mm. you know, a medicine cabinet mm. to get everything off the vanity. Oh, yeah. Because we don't want it on the vanity. Mm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's number four. Go home. Gotta go home. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying a medicine cabinet can be in, in placed into the wall. It can be okay. placed into the wall. There's sometimes some you don't. Fabulous. Some, sometimes you, you can't place it into the wall mm. and they're wall hung. 
they still make everything go away. Mm -hmm. And that's a case of un unidentified, previously unidentified unused space. Exactly. Any other example of that? I mean, I'm a big fan of linen closets. You mm -hmm. know, when we just did our house, we did a linen press mm. where it's kind of old fashioned, but mm -hmm. where you put all the towels, all the sheets, you know, everything's labeled. Mm. And having all that stuff in one place, mm just frees up so much other space around the house. I'm feeling my shoulders go down. <laughs> it's Your great. house is just it's great. Stay out of my it's house. Just, it's apparently not... quite inadequate. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I didn't think this was going to turn into a shaming exercise. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Definitely. Yeah. Clutter. I mean, I, I think it's just about finding people that can help you live your best life mm -hmm. in your house and sometimes you need help mm -hmm. because you don't always see everything that's there because you've been walking by it for more than two months and you don't know what you don't know there's mm -hmm. that right so this connects to the uh, larger thing that we have hammered home on this show in the past which is there's a reason why there are professions mm -hmm. there's a reason why you went to school for this mm -hmm. there's a reason and since you're going to spend more money than you ever thought possible on either an addition or a new room get the design help before you start picking things because going back to the capitalism conversation mm -hmm. the the marketplace is so seductive so huge and so right in front of you and while you're wearing your slippers um in and looking at your computer you can get very lost very fast mm -hmm. and make a lot of dumb decisions yeah you can buy furniture on amazon yeah you gotta i i mean we're constantly singing the design professional song over here first mm -hmm. of all it makes our lives easier because you know, we know what we're building before we build it. There's an idea. But the mm. other thing is that just that they're going to spend all this. Look, I'm repeating what you said longer again. They're going to be spending all this money, and it's incrementally such a small amount, and it's going to make it so it was worth it. They don't keep going like, this isn't working. I don't know why. Right. We did all this work, and, and, and the feel house good. still doesn't work. Yeah. Right. It's so, so important. On, on behalf of your profession, is there anything you could say to people on how, how do you charge? How does a person get professional? Uh, advice um, well I mean I think it's important to find the right fit mm -hmm. um, you know if it always depends on kind of the project size and things like that for mm -hmm. different people mm -hmm. um, and then really having a great conversation and getting to know the person that you end up working with before you sign the contract obviously because mm -hmm. it is a long-term relationship yeah. mm -hmm. um, especially with timelines and lead times and things like that mm -hmm. um, and you have to spend a, you know a pretty fair amount of time talking and and I, another thing I would say is an interior designer that you want to work with has to be a good listener mm. you know it's not uh, some some people just design the way that they would do their house that's not how we do it mm -hmm. I really want to help um, clients articulate what it is they want and yeah. a lot of times they don't know that mm -hmm. right yeah. yeah yeah especially yeah that's it's a it's a language yeah and, and you have to coax it out of them um i have some clients that are really good at telling me what they like but then i have other clients that aren't mm -hmm. and they're it's easier for them to tell me what they hate mm -hmm. so I, it's okay yeah that's i good. can take that mm -hmm. you know it's like but kind of getting them to just to talk is is where we start it's hmm. great man i 
I like just like the idea of there is a resource right in front of you, your house, uh, a space that has potential in it that can be unlocked by somebody like you mm-hmm. uh, and doesn't involve blowing it up. Yep. Uh, thank you, Dee. These are really great. Oh. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming. It was great. Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. And how do we learn more about you? Um, our website yeah. is elmsid.com. Okay. For or our Instagram design. is Elms Interior Design, but I couldn't get Elms Interior Design, so it's at D-E-E-E-L-M-S. Kind of confused. Let's skip that one. Yeah. Well, no, they'll, they'll no, find it eventually. No, if they Google, they'll find it. It'll is, show up on your website. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. All right. Cool. Thank you so much. Thanks. It was a real pleasure. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, everybody, so much for listening to our podcast. You can find out more about SH Construction at shconstruction.com. And I'm at Bruce Irving with an I, bruceirving.biz, B I Z. And you're not grateful that they joined us? Um, mm, depends on how they react. <laughs>